Section 55 of The Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeannie Whitfield. The Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume 4, by James Boswell. Section 55. Appendix F. Notes on Boswell's Notes on pages 403 to 405. F1. In a letter quoted by Mr. Crocker's Boswell, page 427, Dr. Johnson calls Thomas Johnson cousin, and says that in the last sixteen months he has given him forty pounds. He mentions his death in 1779. P.O.Z. Letters, Volume 2, 45. F. 2. Hawkins, Life, page 603 says that Elizabeth Hearn was Johnson's first cousin, and that he had constantly, for how long he doesn't say, contributed fifteen pounds toward her maintenance. F3. For Mauritius Lowe, see Ante, 3, 324, and 4, 201. F4. To Mr. Wyndham. Two days earlier he had given a copy of the New Testament saying extremum hoc munus morientis habeto windham's diary page twenty eight f five for mrs gardiner see ante one two hundred forty two f six mr de molins was the son of mrs de molins ante three two hundred twenty two and three hundred sixty eight and the grandson of johnson's godfather dr swinfin ante one thirty four Johnson mentions him in a letter to Mrs. Thrale in 1778. Young de Mullins is taken in an under-something of Drury Lane. He knows not, I believe, his own denomination. P.O.Z. Letters, 2.25. F7. The reference to The Rambler, number 41, not 42 as Boswell says, where Johnson mentions those vexations and anxieties with which all human enjoyments are polluted. F8. Bishop Sanderson describes his soul as infinitely polluted with sin. Walton's Lives, edition, 1838, page 396. F9. Hume, writing in 1742 about his essays moral and political, says, Innes, the great bookseller in Paul's churchyard, wonders there is not a new edition for that he cannot find copies for his customers. J. H. Burton's Hume. I. 143. F. 10. Nichols. Lit. Anic. 2. 554. Says that on December 7th, Johnson asked him whether any of the family of Faden, the printer, were living. Being told that the geographer near Charing Cross was Faden's son, he said after a short pause, I borrowed a guinea of his father, near thirty years ago. Be so good as to take this and pay it for me. F11. Nowhere does Hawkins more shew the malignancy of his character than in his attacks on Johnson's black servant, and through him on Johnson. With the passage in which this offensive caveat is found, he brings his work to a close. At the first mention of Frank, Life, page 328, he says, His first master in a great humanity made him a Christian, and his last, for no assignable reason, nay, rather in despite of nature, and to unfit him for being useful according to his capacity, determined to make him a scholar. But Hawkins was a brutal fellow. See Ante, I, 
27, note 2, and 28, note. F. 12. Johnson had written to Taylor on October 23rd of this year. Coming down from a very restless night, I found your letter, which made me a little angry. You tell me that recovery is in my power. This, indeed, I should be glad to hear, if I could once believe it. But you mean to charge me with neglecting or opposing my own health. Tell me, therefore, what I do that hurts me, and what I neglect that could help me. This letter is endorsed by Taylor. This is the last letter, my answer, which were seek, which were the words of advice he gave to Mr. Thrale the day he died. He resented extremely from me. Mr. Alfred Morrison's collection of autographs, etc., 2, 343. The words of advice which were given to Mr. Thrale the day before the fatal fit seized him were that he should abstain from full meals, ante, four eighty four note four johnson's resentment of taylor's advice may account for the absence of his name in his will f thirteen they were sold in six hundred fifty lots in a four days sale besides the books there were one hundred forty six portraits of which sixty one were framed and glazed these prints in their frames were sold in lots of four eight and even ten together although certainly some of them, and perhaps many, were engravings from Reynolds. The catalogue of the sale is in the Bodleian Library. End of section 55